This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Rental at a time. It is August 16th, Monday, August 16th, and this is your daily financial news. Before we get into the news, real quick, two people we have to congratulate for doing the work and closing on their first or next rental property. Uh, This is, uh, I look forward to doing these every day. So if you've closed on a rental property and you could say that one rental at a time has helped you in some way, maybe this channel, maybe the book, maybe you are a student in the course, let me know. I will need your address because uh, I will mail you one of these. So first, let's congratulate Atlas and Talia for getting a deal and then Darwin for closing a deal. Congratulations again, Darwin and Atlas and Talia. I will mail them right when I walk by the mailbox. Uh, As I look at the daily financial news, a couple of quick things. First and foremost, we are 14 subscribers shy of 22,000. So if you like getting your daily financial news every morning and have yet to subscribe, do do me a favor, hit that little button. Also, if you would like to help elevate these videos, if you can give me a thumbs up or maybe something in the comments, uh, I guess the YouTube algorithm likes early thumbs up and comments. So if you do that for me, thank you very much. Uh, Lastly, I did finally load the 50-year spreadsheet. I put it in the free course as well as the How to Get Started One Rental at a Time course. Both of them, you can find it in the bonus section. Uh, I did a quick video yesterday, kind of outlined what's in it and uh, went ahead and loaded that yesterday. So if you've liked what we've done with the 50-year spreadsheet, you can now go get it. Uh, There's a quick eight to 10-minute video to kind of let you know how I pulled it together, what data sources, and all of that. So Lastly, if you do get that spreadsheet and you add more information to it, uh, don't uh, don't be shy. Share it with me so that uh, we can help others going forward. So uh, as I look at the daily financial news, where am I going to start? I guess I'll start here at the bottom. Did you know uh, August 14th, so I think that was Saturday, was 50 years since uh, Richard Nixon, President Richard Nixon at the time, took us off the gold standard. Uh, I saw a bunch of those... Um, I guess, posts in my Instagram feed yesterday, of all things. I didn't see him Saturday, but I saw him on Sunday, so interesting. Anyway, 50 years since we've been off the gold standard. Um, Don't really have an opinion about it. just is what it is. It's been that way my entire life. Uh, So just uh, thought that was an interesting day in history. Uh, Next up, what do we got? We have, since we're talking about gold, looks like UBS and Goldman Sachs are having a different opinion. So I would love to know yours. I would love to know yours. UBS has come out and said basically sell gold or hedge gold if you have a strategic position because as the economy recovers, rates will move higher. That will take the dollar higher and push gold lower. That again is UBS on one side. Then you have Goldman Sachs saying, hey, we see gold going to 2000 and silver going to 30 bucks." I don't have an opinion on this. I don't have meaningful positions in any of those, but I'm curious if you are a gold bug, where do you, do you, are you going or do you see the economy 
and the interest rates and thus the dollar strengthening so you would be selling gold. Let me know below. Just curious uh, what you're thinking on gold is. Are you buying gold or selling gold? Or maybe we should say silver. Are you buying silver or selling silver? Let me know below. Just curious what my audience is looking into. I saw an interesting article from a couple of... I guess I'll say these are guys in the feds. These were not fed presidents. These were guys that were kind of arming past fed presidents with information. Uh, I believe these two gentlemen are going to be presenting their paper uh, this month uh, when they get together in Jackson Hole. Basically, the story they are singing is let's take the inflation target that has historically been 2%. Let's raise it 50%, i.e. 3%. And what will happen is we will have a job boom uh, and we will be able to employ another 1.2 million folks. Um, again, as an economist or somebody who studied economics in college, I'm not one that follows the employment picture. I believe there are other things to look at, like consumer behavior. I do think it's interesting. It kind of feels like um, you're creating a theory after the horse is out of the barn, if you know what I mean, kind of justifying it in by looking backwards does it, it doesn't feel authentic to me uh, i'm actually most afraid that i don't know real wages are going to go negative yes wages statistically speaking are rising however i believe that inflation is rising faster than wages at least at the consumer level and i think when we look back on this in a couple of years real wages which is you know the the adjustment when you take out inflation will be proved to be negative, which is uh, doesn't bring me a lot of joy. That doesn't that doesn't feel good. I don't know if you've noticed this. Maybe it's just me, but I am seeing a ton of landlords sue and sue and actually go after damages. Another one we're talking about now. We have a Detroit landlord, uh, JPA Holdings LLC. They are suing. The 36th District Court and the chief judge named William Maconico? Maxino? I don't know. Whatever. Chief judge of the 36th District. They're going after the Fifth Amendment in the taking clause. And again, they are suing the court and the judge. We already have, you know, the lawsuit down south of $100 million going after the CDC. Uh, this class action suit in Detroit is seeking, um, what do they call it? Class action status. More and more landlords have had enough. They are going after. And there's actually more articles in the press about small mom and pop landlords getting crushed. Because if you don't know, yes, we may be behind 10, 20, 30 grand, but if the tenant bolts, uh, they ghost, as I've talked about in the past. Landlords are left holding the bag. So all these people claiming that CDC is sending money out or the government sending money out, it doesn't come up if the tenants ghost and they have to fill out paperwork. It's just a big, big mess. But yes, I'm noticing more and more lawsuits. This is giving me more and more confidence that this, once the Supreme Court is engaged, that this thing will go bye-bye. So uh, we will see what happens there. Don't know if you saw this, but it looks like China reported some very weak numbers, at least weak by their standards. I think that could explain a lot of what's going on in the market. I think I checked just before I walked out, and the market is down at the open. Looks like China industrial and retail sales disappointed. Why is this important? 
as I've been sharing with you the last 18 months or so, China is kind of six months ahead of the United States and the rest of the world with dealing with this. Uh, so what China may be showing us is, you know what, this Delta variant is impacting consumers, right? Retail sales in China uh, actually only grew 8.5%. However, the expectations were for 11.5%. Most, most specifically, online shopping in China only grew 4%, where for the last five years, five years, it's averaged 21% quarter on quarter. So a significant drop. And I'm wondering, is the U.S. and rest of the world going to experience something? We'll start to see, I think it's tomorrow, we get retail sales. And then we have Walmart and Home Depot and Lowe's on and on and on this week. So it's going to be a very interesting week. Next up, we have more and more people talking about the Fed finally tapering. Again, this is something I got right six, nine, ten months ago. I told you and suggested that by the end of the year, the Fed will begin tapering. Uh, they will likely be talking about it at the Jackson Hole meeting. Now the question is, is it September or November? Uh, I don't think it really matters the actual event. It actually matters when they start talking about it because the markets are very fluid and they will move weeks and months before the actual taping, tapering begins. So it is going to see. And again, let's remember, I believe the Fed will raise rates at least once next year, a full year before they say they intend to. So watch out for that. Don't know if you saw this, but it looks like food stamps or uh, what do they call it? Uh, SNAP benefits, I think is the actual program name. Got a 25% bump uh, over the weekend, uh, which is significant. The largest uh, increase in the uh, food stamps or SNAP beneficiaries. Uh, it went from $121 a month to $157. Uh, so when I read the article and saw a 25% bump, I'm like, wow, that's going to be a big number. As it turns out, it's $36. It's really not that big. Uh, but yes, it's definitely something that if you need them, use them. You get an extra 36 bucks. Hopefully, you can buy healthier food uh, and you, the month doesn't get away from you. So, yes. I don't know if you've seen this, but I told you that Q2, this quarter that we're kind of reporting on now, will be peak earnings. Well, it looks like 87%, 87, 87 of the companies that reported so far uh, have reported a positive earning surprise. Can you, 87%. If that holds, because obviously we have more earnings coming out the next couple weeks, if that hold, holds, it will be a record. And frankly show how out of touch Wall Street analysts are. 87%. You could throw darts at a dartboard and do better than that. That is crazy. Something we talked about Friday, I think you and I had an over-under and I was wrong again was the movie Free Guy. I think this is Ryan Reynolds, I think his name is. Uh, I think the expectations were for $20 million, or at least that was the number talked about. And we were like, hey, is it going to go over or under? Well, looks like uh, the movie-seeing public came out in force to support Ryan Reynolds and the crew. Looks like it came out at $28 million. So not only a beat, but a significant beat. That's a 40% beat. So... Uh, it looks like the American public is out getting ready to go see movies. So congratulations to the team at Free Guy. Um, yeah, the American public is uh, is out doing its thing. So very cool. Looks like Hyatt is making a big bet. They are, what is it, 50%? Yeah, no, they're doubling. The, Hyatt is doubling their global footprint of luxury resorts with a $2.7 billion acquisition. 
Hyatt is basically putting the money on the table now because they are betting on a rosy future. I don't know if you saw this, but it looks like India. India is going to be spending at least $1 trillion on infrastructure. This is uh, likely going to be happening in many, many countries around the world, infrastructure spending. This is one of the reasons I am concerned about inflation, because as you've seen, I think the U.S. is talking about a trillion here, 3.5 trillion there. Europe will do this, South America that, Australia this. Pretty soon, everybody is com uh, is competing for cement and copper and steel, and inflation continues, not to mention labor and all of that. So a lot of stuff going on going forward. Uh, this is your Daily Financial News. On Mondays, we speak with Greg Dickerson. Little note about Greg Dickerson. He is so thankful to be a part of this channel and likes to help out that we actually recorded our three sessions on Saturday. They will post at noon, 2 and 4 o'clock today. Reason being is Greg is dropping off his youngest child at college, which is a cool thing. He's going to go be a dad today. But his videos are recorded. They've already loaded and scheduled to go out. So thanks for the support, Greg. We appreciate you here on this channel and enjoy dropping your daughter off at college. I remember doing that uh, a decade, more than a decade ago. It was, it was fun. So have a wonderful day, everyone. The Daily Financial News. Remember, we'll be back tomorrow. And lastly, if you can help me get to 22,000, that would be great. Hit subscribe. Give me a thumbs up. Comments. Let's have some fun. Take care. Bye.